Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. If this is your first episode of the podcast, I first of all just want to introduce myself. Hey, my name's Emily. I am so damn thankful that you're here, and I hope that you stick around because here at The Kind Mind Project, we strive to be kinder to our freaking noggins every single day. So I hope you come along for the ride. If this is not your first episode of the podcast, welcome back. I am also so damn thankful that you are here because you're allowing me to be in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey and it is a wild ride, a wild ride, a ride that likes to convince us that it all has to be black and white. So today I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk a little bit about the idea that our brain likes to put things in sort of two different camps, right? Right or wrong, black or white, we get super rigid with the way that we think things should go or the way we should react or the way we should behave. And a lot of times we don't allow for room. And by that, I mean, we decide in our heads that if one thing is true, nothing else can be true as well. Nothing else can be true as well. For example, if you are in a season of life where you're feeling super lost, feeling super lost, you don't really have a sense of direction, you're all over the place, you don't know where you're headed, Your brain is going to like to convince you that not only are you lost, but you're incapable. Now hear me out. You can be lost and capable at the same time, right? Like that's a thing, right? You can be lost and capable at the same time. But our brain likes to do this thing that says, well, because I'm lost, that must mean that I'm not capable because I'm lost because I don't have this sense of direction because I don't know where I'm going that must mean that I'm not capable of figuring it out because if I was capable I would have done so already right our brain likes to fill in all of those blanks that we don't really give it permission to do but later on we have to come back in in moments like this and sift through it together So that's my goal for today. I want you to leave this episode understanding that two things can be true at the same time. We call that a dialectic over in the therapy world. A dialectic, meaning that two things can be true at the same damn time. You can be lost and capable at the same time. Now hear me out. You can also be smiling and struggling 
at the same time. I don't know about you, but I have met and worked with many a human who has had a smile on their face, and I know that they're struggling, right? So that tells me those two things can, can be true and can be accurate. But why can I not apply that to myself? Why can I not look at myself and say, okay, you're struggling, you can still put a smile on your face or almost on the opposite side of the spectrum. Why can I not look at the smile on my face and say, man, you can be smiling and struggling. Yeah, you're still having a hard time, but look at you putting a smile on your face. How about this one? You can, in fact, set boundaries and be kind at the same time. How many times have you told yourself, no, I I can't set boundaries because that's mean or that's invasive or that's too abrupt or I, they're going to have an explosion, right? Or I'm going to hurt their feelings if I set that boundary, right? No, you can be kind and set those appropriate boundaries at the same time. Those two things can be true at the same time. If you've been listening to The Kind Mind Project for a while, you know that our brain likes to keep us safe. It likes to keep us safe, but also sometimes too much so. Sometimes to a fault. Okay, so sometimes it likes to tell us, no, 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 you can't do that scary thing and and set a boundary because that's outside of your comfort zone and I'm going to give you all the reasons of why you can't. Right? Some of those reasons are not even accurate ones, such as it's going to be super mean for me to do that. No, actually, I can be kind in that process. It's just going to take some courage for me to actually do it. Right? So sometimes our, our brain is trying to keep us safe. Mm, this next one is one of my favorites. You can actually be vulnerable and powerful at the same time. I'm sure you've had moments where you've been really freaking vulnerable and you have not felt super powerful. Because what's your brain doing? Convincing you. Convincing you that you being being vulnerable, this act of being vulnerable, is also putting you in the most powerless state imaginable. Right? If I'm too vulnerable, I give away all my power actually, friend, you can be vulnerable, appropriately vulnerable. And that can be one of your biggest superpowers, right? How powerful is it for you to step into that vulnerability? Those two things can live in the same space. They can. We have to remind our brain of that though. Just because you're vulnerable does not mean you're powerless. You can be powerfully vulnerable. And this next one I know is going to resonate with a lot of folks. Believe it or not, you can experience trauma and be successful. Yeah, I said it. You can experience trauma or hardship or stress and be a successful human being. Those two things can exist at the same time. In fact, you can probably be a successful human being because of that trauma. Does that mean we wish it upon anyone? No, of course not. But it does mean that those two things can, in fact, exist. 
because you have experienced trauma does not mean or equal failure does not mean or equal an inability to see success. You can also actually be an extrovert and be alone. Hear me out. I have a lot of extroverted friends. I personally identify as an introverted extrovert, um, but I have a lot of extroverted friends that tell me it's really difficult for them to be alone. It's really difficult for them to have experiences by themselves. To that I say, take that on as a challenge. Know that those two things are possible in the same space. Yes, you can be an extrovert and be alone. Yes, you can be an extrovert and not throw yourself into a relationship or stack up your, your schedule with plans you can be an extrovert that sits still and allows themselves to rest. That's possible. In fact, it's healthy. <laughs> so give it a try, damn it. My kind mind listener, you can also be valuable and flawed. I know. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. You over there with all your flaws and your imperfections, you can still have value. Those two things can still be real together. I know you. I know you well enough by now to know that you're just like me. You have found yourself in situations where you've said, wow, I am a dog shit <laughs> because of my flaws. I am so imperfect and worth nothing because of my flaws. Here's the thing, girlfriend. Those flaws still make you valuable. Still make you valuable. Not even in spite of, but because of your flaws, you have value. So yes, you can be valuable and flawed at the same time. Now don't think that I forgot about our introverts over here. You can be an introvert and reach out to others at the same time. That can be true. You know what? You can even be the introvert that's the first to reach out. You can, just because you are the kind of person that needs to recharge alone, right? That's what that introvert means. I need to recharge alone as opposed to getting energy from other people. I get energy from alone time. Just because you recharge alone does not mean you can't be the first to reach out does not mean that you have to wait for the humans around you to be able to experience life or to seek out opportunities to experience other people, right? Those two things can exist. Stop limiting yourself in the way that you believe them. So I want to know, what is the dialectic that you need to learn to accept? What is it? What two things are you not allowing to live in the same space? I'll tell you what, years ago, it was that I was flawed and valuable at the same time. I didn't understand how those two things could possibly be true at the same time. What is it for you? What do you need to give room for? What are you telling yourself it's not possible to be true at the same time? 
Because I can promise you when you welcome both of those things into the room and give them both a seat at the table, avenues are going to open for you. I can't wait for you to see those possibilities. But for now, I want to challenge you. I want you to go over to your Instagram story right now and I want you to tell me these are the two things that I need to let live in the same space. I'll tell you what, for me, right now, currently, in real time, Emily's life, I need, I need, need, need to allow failure and capability to live in the same space. I can fail and be capable at the same time. What is it for you? I can't wait to hear about it. And if you're having some trouble, slide over into my Instagram DMs and let's work through it together. I can't wait. I love you, Home Fry. I'll talk to you very soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind. <laughs>